Welcome to Hindsight Hacking. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool, and you are listening to Hindsight Hacking, where we have talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs hacking their hindsight to give you clearer foresight. And now, as we still bring you the same great, amazing interviews each and every week, we are adding bits and pieces to serve you in such a great way. These bits and pieces are some mindset hacks, visibility hacks, traffic hacks, and more on the daily hacks. So we want to make sure that you have all the tools and all the resources that you need to gain more visibility and gain more traffic. And obviously, to get more sales. So head over to gethhhm.com forward slash toolbox to grab your free resources to get the help you need to get more. And if you're interested, after you collect all those freebies, because they're amazing, hit the link in the show notes and jump on our calendar because we definitely want to help you. Guys, we absolutely love the community that we've created with your guys' help, and we love all the hindsight hackers. So jump on in and get on our calendar. So without further ado, what do you say? Let's get to it. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Hindsight Hacking. And today... We have the host, the star, the production channel uh, wizard, everything, the go-to uh, Tigo from Expert Talk. Now, for anybody that doesn't know, this I've got to read Teresa's uh, bio. I've got to read some of these things. I normally don't like reading. No, normally you don't do it. So this is all unique in itself. No, there's some, there's some, some such good facts here that uh, I've, I've got to share with everybody. So uh, Tigo spent the last 18 years mastering radio and te television production, inducted into the Nevada Women's Hall of Fame for Entertainment and Media. We got to dig into that one. Received the Athena International TV and Producer Award. Published the world's first all digital interactive magazine for African Americans in 2004 and over 1.8 million subscribers. Oh, that's amazing. Earned her PhD from the Entrepreneurial School of Hard Knocks. Lost 75 pounds through boxing at the age of 50 plus and adjusted from full-time production crew to in-home solo producer, director, host, editor, due to COVID shutdown, and codes 16 different computer languages and counting, but cannot get her mic to work sometimes. <laughs> so we don't know what's going on there. And uh, distributes expert talk with Tigo in the US and Europe with over 500,000 plus weekly television viewers and counting. And we're going to get into uh, something new that Tigo is working on uh, called podnation.tv. And hopefully, we spend much of the conversation on that. But Oh my goodness. I'm super excited to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me guys. And you forgot water girl. I mean, I'm doing everything right now by myself. I'm even getting my own water. I'll prove it. Water girl. <laughs> love it. Love it. We are so excited to have you on the show. We were blessed to be on your show not too long ago. And uh, before we get into it and talk about pod nation, since we've kind of been talking about that to other people, shh, why don't you let everyone know a little bit more about Tigo and all the amazing stuff that you're doing? Oh, you guys 
guys kind of covered it all. But I mean, most important to me, my grandkids, man. That's that's my why. So I have a a soon to be two. He'll be two in July, but he thinks he's twelve already. Oh, and then we have a six year old genius that analyzes everything, including you know we can't go outside right now. It's going to be dark in a little bit. The cars won't see us. And I've got a 14-year-old, soon-to-be 15-year-old basketball phenom who thinks he's 35 and runs the family. So that is, you know, my ultimate why. But, uh, yeah, I love doing what I do, man. I'm I'm one of those super geeks that could just be in a room. Yes, I claim super geek soon, okay? I To be in a room with a bunch of computers really dark, just the light from the computer, I could be there for days just creating and all that good stuff. And then somebody threw me out in front of a camera and I've been doing this since January of 2020. Nice. nice. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Uh, so let's talk before we get into real details of what's going on today, you mentioned your why, and, and that is probably for sure the most important. I know for Ron and I as well, uh, the kids around why we do this, uh, but at least we have fun doing it as well. And, yeah. and tell tell me about tell me about the 1.8 million subscribers <laughs> and right. and that whole like just to walk us through that. That's whole some thing. legit stuff right there. Let's just think about 1.8 million people like, subscribing. That's another level. That, that okay, so cool okay, I didn't know you were going to ask about that, but it figures you guys would ask about that. And, <laughs> and now you know my shirt is perfect now for what I'm about to tell you because it's not an accident, right? But that 1.8 million subscribers is pretty much the vein, the thorn, the Achilles heel of my very existence. It's how we left $96 million on a footstool and didn't even know we had it. And I kid you not. Um, see, when we did this in 2004, there wasn't, you know, you guys and Russell Brunson and all of that. We were just kind of finding our way around in the dark. So we offered free subscriptions to this magazine and and you guys don't know this because I'm, I'm a bit older than you, but I can remember back in the day when black people were on television in the early 70s, late 60s, and everybody called everybody black people on TV, turn your TV on. So what happened with the magazine is it word of mouth, people just started telling people, you know, I mean, to the point where we called our server company because they sent me this really big warning letter. And I called them, they said, you're killing our servers because we had 10,000 people at any given minute watching our shows inside this magazine. And people would call us and say, if I watch this, it's going to blow up my computer because I've never watched anything inside a PDF before. And it was like, no, it's fine. Well, see, nobody told me that the email list is the you know very blood of your business, the vein that you exist on. I didn't know that then. So all we did with that 1.8 million subscribers was send them a magazine. We never, we never, there was no such thing as a webinar. We right. never even sold them a t-shirt that said, BEM. <laughs> the magazine was called Black Insight Magazine. We didn't even sell them a t-shirt, okay? Every month we sent them a new magazine and we sold advertising the traditional way. So we had Apple and Cadillac and things like that. The traditional way, but we never used that list. Well. A publication came along and told us to go away um, and paid us well to go away. Go and ahead. we were like, okay, no problem. Right. So back then we had floppy disks, you know, the four, yeah, whatever they square, were. Three by, yeah, three a little by square. Four. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Those yeah. things, there's a stack of them. 
yeah. 1.8 million subscribers is a stack of these little things. <laughs> so we put them together. We put rubber bands this way. We so put rubber go. bands that way. <laughs> I put them in a Ziploc bag. I roll them up nice and tight for no air. I still do that with Ziploc bags. It's an obsession. We'll talk about it later. I zipped it up and I had this milk crate. Because see, I have artificial knees. So I always have my legs up. Had this milk crate that had pillows on top. I threw that in the milk crate. I also threw all the sign-up sheets that we got at every expo we did, which we had people wrapped around our booth for our expo. I threw that list in the milk crate in 2005. And in 2009, my business partner came into the room and said, hey, what are you doing with that milk crate? Like, it's my footstool. I'll get you a footstool. I need something to put my records at. It's like, okay, what do you want with this crap? I don't know. We never use it. She walked out to the dumpster in the house and dumped them in the trash. Then, yeah, see, you guys wanted to know. So then I joined a little thing called ClickFunnels a year and a half ago. And this little guy named Russell Brunson said, the email is the vein of your existence. It is the absolute blood of your business. It's worth at least a dollar a month for every name that you have. So I sat down and went 1.8 million names times 12 times five years. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Good job, Corey. Good job asking (laughs) hard questions. It was (laughs) worth knowing because I, I sure hope anybody watching or listening gets to understand you keep your emails and you utilize them a dollar a month for every email that you have. And oh my gosh, I am blown away at that answer. Uh, that's great. Just like that I expected. No, that, <laughs> yeah, that is not where we thought it would go. That is not where we thought. But so, so you mentioned TV, and I'm going to share this story. I think I shared it. Corey, you can't answer. You can't play. So, um, I there was a show that I used to love to watch love to watch and the theme song got stuck in my head right mm-hmm. and it's by quincy jones sanford and son right right so my daughter has this little rabbit she calls mau mau and she would lose mau mau and then we'd look all over the house like everyone that has kids when they lose something that they won't sleep unless they have it. Every time I found it, I would hold his ears or his hands and go. So she thinks that's Mau Mau's theme song, right? (laughs) So I I forget what we were doing, but the actual song came on the radio and she goes, it's Mau Mau's theme song, daddy. (laughs) I was like, yes, yes, that's what it is. That is fine. No one will care that it's actually this history-making theme song that I've turned into a stuffed animals like theme song for my daughter. It's fine. It's fine. I'm helping her get involved. Right? Anyway. Right? 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 <laughs> oh my gosh, that is such a crazy story, Tigo. Like I can't. That's crazy. Well, I'll give you one that I've never told Ooh. on Ooh. camera. Breaking ever. news. Breaking news. And, and I wouldn't be in production if it wasn't for that theme song, really. Really? Um, yeah. 
see, and that's, I'm sitting here like, wow, what of all the things to talk about, you, you just had this, I'm now, you know, it's 1972 and, and I'm nine years old. And people don't know, I'm in Vegas. Back in the day, uh, Bally's used to be MGM back mm -hmm. in the 70s. And then the big flood came and MGM said, we're out. And they turned it into Bally's. But, and people don't realize that when you have the two different color carpets in the casino, back then, when I was a kid, you were allowed to be on the long color. You couldn't walk by the machines. You got in major trouble. I Security came out of that. the. I, I told yeah. my kids, I go, you have to stay on the track, or they get mad at you. They get mad at you, right? Right now, <laughs> right. it's a little bit better. You, if you pulled out a camera back then, they would have tackled you where you stood. But oh, yeah. you could be on that. Well, back in the day, MGM now Valleys, when you walked in the front door on the right side, used to be high stakes poker. There was no major room. There was nothing like it. Was just a rope and a little sign. <laughs> and Red Fox, who played no. Red Sanford, yeah. used to play Hyde State poker there all the time. Wow. And I saw him and I went, you know, it's Red Sanford kind right, of a right, thing. Right. when I was nine years old. And I ran over and I got to the very edge of the carpet where you weren't supposed to cross the line. And I stood there and went, <laughs> And the security guy said, you got to move. And he said, she's on the right carpet. Leave her alone. And I was like, <gasps> and he said, so what's your name? You know, so he, I tell him my name. Long story short, we came here once a year without air conditioning from Chicago. Yeah, we'll get into that story in another time. You know, sweating, hanging your head out the window, screaming, uh -huh. dad, are we almost there for three uh -huh. days? We came here every year. And every year, it was right around the 4th of July, he was always playing. Really? So I would walk in the door and that was my, you know, I was like, oh man, I'm going to get to see him. I get to see him. So I'd walk in the door and I'd run over there and I stand at the carpet. I got to know all the security. We got to be really good friends. And I'm standing there and he says, there's my lucky charm. You know, how was school? What did you do? Blah, blah, blah. Wow. So we did that until I was 14. So about five years, I got to see wow. him every year. And as I was growing up, he's like, oh, you grew up. You got, you know, a couple of inches going on, blah, blah, blah. And we started talking about, you know, what I wanted to do when I grew up. And I wanted to be a stand-up comic. Now, mind you, my dad always said, if you don't stand your behind up and get a job, because you're not doing that. <laughs> but I always wanted to be a stand-up comic when I was a kid. So when Red Fox asked me, what do you want to do? I said, I want to be you. I want to do, I want to stand on the stage and be you. And he folded on his hand and he got up and it was the first time he ever walked over to me and he nailed down and he got right in my face and he said, no, he said, you don't understand the powers behind the mic. I do everything that I'm doing so that people like you can be behind the mic. You own the shows. You don't star in them. You're the producer. You're not the, you know, coffee girl. That's what this is all about. So if you're going to do this, forget about stand up, run the show and let the comics work for you. And I was like, this is never going to happen. I never thought it was going to happen. And then in 2004, we launched BIM and at a Christmas party, a woman named Anna Maria Davis, she did Fool's Rush In with Matthew Perry and Selma Hayek producer nominated, blah, blah, blah. 
came to me, talked to me and said, you're a producer. And I said, no, no, I'm not. I'm a tech geek that created a magazine. She said, if you're doing shows and you own those shows, you're a director and a producer and I'm going to prove it to you. And for about a year, she took me back and forth to Hollywood and set me on sets and introduced me to screenwriters and producers and directors. And all this time I'm thinking, I'm hearing Red Fox in my ear saying, you own the shows. This is what you do. And everything that we do, I hear him saying, that's right, kid, you own the show. So that's why we do the stuff the way we do it. It's because of him. So it's so funny that you go, that is so crazy. Like I got, I got goosebumps. Like that is the crazy, like who would have thought that would have had the conversation after I sang the, the themes? Like, come on. That's literally what we I barely understood how you transitioned to talking about the theme song today, Ron. So no, like, it, it, I don't even know how it came to me. It literally came to me and said, I have to talk about this, even though it made no sense probably listening to the show. But <laughs> it's my show and I can do with it as I there want you go. to, Corey. <laughs> yes. You get oh. to do your half by having your people on and, and talk about your stuff. I can do crazy things when I want to. Yes. Oh, I love that story, though. That is incredible. And, 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 oh, man. All right. So let. I don't even know where to go from that, but I know that was such a cool story. It's yeah, like, yeah it's that's so that's how I started in production. That's where it, I mean, when I was a little little kid, I didn't know why, but on Saturdays, you guys are too young for this, but on Saturdays and Sundays, the theater would run movies all day long, the old classic movies, and it was like five bucks, and you'd be there all day. So your parents dropped you off at like ten in the morning and came back and got you in four in the afternoon and said, "Don't just eat hot dogs." Okay, whatever you do, don't just, and I would threaten to beat up the kids in my row if they didn't read the, the credits. I'm like, I know these people work really hard, sit down. And they're like, it's not school, what is wrong with you? But I've always been that way. And I guess I've been on this journey even before I knew I was on it. That's so cool. Uh, love it. All right, well, let's let's transition to talk expert talk. Tell us about the show. Tell us about how you started it. And then we shut down and your the network was going to rerun that same episode. Yeah. Uh, so that is a, a really fun story. Uh, but tell us about the show and, and then we can talk about what you do with the show uh, as well. Well, um, I've been bugged for over five years to host the show and I've shown many people how to host. I've produced shows for 18 plus years. And people always said, you should host, you should have your own show. I'm like, no, I'm a director, I'm a producer. I'm not getting out of my shorts. And thanks to COVID, I don't have to because I'm wearing shorts right now. But I always said, I'm not gonna do that. Well, in December of 2019, I was watching Shark Tank, you know? And I went, nobody talks to us, you know? Nobody sits down and talks to the startups and, you know, they can be multimillionaires or whatever, but they usually have a very small crew. You know, other than being on other podcasts or whatever, there's nobody putting them on regular television and sharing that journey because there's somebody sitting at home that wants to do it and they think they're by themselves. And if they could turn on TV and see somebody just like them, then that person, that that expert is blazing that trail and leaving a lit pathway for the people to come behind them. So I said, okay, I'm going to do a show. It's going to be called Expert Talk with Tigo. This is what it's going to be about. I'm going to interview trailblazers from all over the world. 
boom, this is what we're going to do. So we started in, in our inviting people in January. We started production. We did four episodes in my studio. February, we started airing in 35 markets in the U.S. And then March came and COVID shut everything down. So I contact the networks who I've worked with for years. They love me. Of course they do. And I said, hey, Seagull, yeah, how you doing? Um, so COVID, so what do we do? Just shut my show down until whatever COVID's over? I mean, come on, let's casinos are closing tomorrow. They're not gonna close more than three days. This will, it's the casino, you know? And they said, well, we know that countries have been closed for months. So we don't know how long this is gonna go on. But as long as it's going on, we will re-air the same four episodes that you have because you have a contract for a year, or you can figure out how to get us new content. And we moved everything into my house, me kicking and screaming like a little baby that couldn't get her lollipop and set it up all here. And it turned out to be the best thing in the world because the original plan was we're in Vegas. I'm not paying for anybody to fly in. I'm too cheap. So we're in Vegas. When they're in town, give me a call. Come on the show. I don't care if it's two in the morning. I'll turn everything on. The crew will come in. We'll interview you. It's wonderful. But then because of COVID, even Oprah was using Zoom. Right. The Tonight Show was using Zoom. So now I can use it. I can use StreamYard. Nobody thinks differently of it. And I can interview people all over the world. So in the morning, I'm interviewing people in Wales. In the Mm -hmm. afternoon, I'm in London. You know, it's crazy, but it turned out to be the best thing for the show because now there is no borders and we talk to everybody. No, that's so cool. I I was in Vegas, what, twice in the last two months. The first time I went, the Mirage still wasn't open. Right. And you my must wife- have been here during the week. Yeah, it was during the week. Yeah. It yeah, was, they're closed and, Monday they're, through Wednesday. Right, right. So, I mean, that was fine. But what my wife and I like to do, which is like most people, just walk through the casinos and look at the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It was so weird walking up to the Mirage and having it chained and locked and nothing yeah. happening. That is, that was, I mean, I, I still remember I told my wife, I go, can you imagine? Like, this is, this is really happening and it's closed like this casino's yeah. closed yeah yeah right? my mother would say hell would freeze over before a casino would close yeah right yeah right? and uh yeah. you know and then then we decided hey let's bring the kids unfortunately it was spring break everything was open and it was busy so that was crazy <laughs> but but it was nice to actually feel like it was kind of normal i can't imagine in that kind of city when COVID hit and you had to transition, you probably never once even dreamed you would even have that type of problem. Like no. at all in the, in no. there, like maybe in Idaho or Colorado, <laughs> but not Vegas, Vegas yeah. never sleeps. Like it's not going to shut down ever. I mean, what, a lot of the older casinos downtown didn't have doors, not, they didn't, they didn't have, have doors. doors. No, because they never closed them. So they never had doors for those big open spaces. They had to build doors in order to lock it, in order to shut it down because they never closed. I mean, if you've ever been to Vegas, you walk through the casino, there's not one clock. The last nope. thing they want you thinking about is time. Yep. You know, our insurance rates are insane because people are getting off work at seven in the morning 
and that's their nighttime. So they go get drunk. So we've got 24 hour drunks running around this town. And then all of a sudden there's no bars, there's no casinos, there's no strip clubs. There's no, no, the brothels closed. Wow. Think about that. Wow. (laughs) And there's a rumor that they may not be coming back. They're not so, in this county. A, people, a lot of people don't realize that it's not even in this county. You have to go no, over no. the hump to Peron. They're not even. The they're not even reopened. Like you would think, that's not a major concern. But they're not open right now. And the rumors yeah. are they may not be opening because of the type of business it was. But yeah, downtown, a lot of those casinos didn't have doors. So there are air vents where the doors should have been. Wow. <laughs> Well, we, we all, we all had to pivot in some way. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and I feel like you pivoted in the, the way that it happened for you, right? The the shutdown happened for you and you made the best of it to where you can be in London. You can be across the the pond at at 11 AM, or you can be just local if, if, you know, I know you've yeah. had a guest, Rhino Julie, who lives in your town, right? Yeah. And, and so, yeah. Uh, but Sean Malone and Chris, and yeah, yeah and, and you could meet with them just like this, like we're meeting now, and uh, it's just, yeah. you know, I know uh, Ron and I had the conversation. Okay, March of 2020, this is happening to us or for us, and and I know we made the best of it, and uh, and and you know, there's we are lucky because we haven't had you know, family that, that we've lost because of it. So we've been lucky on that side. So yeah, it, it was, it was a nice, nice change for, for me and for us, I know for hindsight hacking and, uh, and it sounds like for expert talk, but let's, let's move the conversation to your show is not, it's a podcast, but it's not a podcast. Like it's a video show and, and you even have podnation.tv that people can go check out. Uh, so let's talk about that a little bit and and where that came from, why you're doing that and uh, all that fun stuff. Well, um, yes, our show is a, a show. It was meant to be on regular television and uh, we're working right now to get it into even new markets in June when we come back for our second year of, of traditional television distribution. We got picked up by Amazon Prime last summer. So we're available throughout the US and throughout Europe on Amazon Prime. So we're in the middle of setting up 12 episodes to go up as season three, yes, season three of Amazon Prime. So yeah, we've been great there. The, you know, my city got hurt, I mean, so bad. At one point they were saying that we had more unemployment than the Great Depression because we live off of tourism here. It's like Disneyland right. shutting down and Mickey Mouse trying to find a job. It just <laughs> was not happening. So right. that was you know, pretty scary. But to answer your question about Pod Nation, Pod Nation has been in the works for a couple of years now. Um, it has shifted and changed, but one, I've been blessed and lucky over the years, all the way back to Red Fox, to have the right people show up in my life at the right time. And years and years ago, 2006, I want to say, um, George Carson, he's in the Radio Hall of Fame. I did a radio interview there. Actually, one of my hosts did, and I went along with her. And I said, man, I want to learn radio. This is cool. And I had no way of paying this man. And he said, you do websites, right? And I said, yeah. He said, all right, you do my website. I'll teach you radio. And I did shows there for three years. 
He wow. never charged me a dime. You know, he never did. If he called me up and said, come and move a chair, I'd been over there going, okay. You know, <laughs> because he was always had my back. Well, George went through a lot of medical issues and cancer. Everybody knows, knows that. And a couple of years ago, I called him up and said, George, what are you doing? Because I hadn't heard him on the air. And he said, nothing. I'm sitting here looking at my walls. And I was like, okay, you're not in prison. Why are you doing that? Go back to work. Let's go. And we talked about creating Pod Nation. And the original plan of Pod Nation was George interviewing other podcast hosts. And we re-air it on Roku. That was the original plan. We got five episodes in and George started not showing up. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? Well, he wasn't feeling really good. And he said, you know, medically, I don't think I'm coming back to radio. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. So in December this past year, we were talking and I said, George, you know, what are you doing? He said, I'm not ready to go back yet. He said, but don't let Pod Nation, you know, just go sit on the shelf, figure out something to do with it. So I was like, okay, what do we do at Pod Nation if we don't have George? And I thought, hmm, well, I'll get somebody else to host it. Well, that didn't feel right. So then I said, you know what? Let's create a hub for podcasts where they can stand out. And on that hub, we're actually running it through a technology that is transcribing every show, creating closed captions, but you can go to the hub and type in whatever words you want. You can type in hindsight and it'll show wherever hindsight was ever spoken and queue up the videos 10 seconds prior to the word being spoken. And I'm like, okay, that's a start. And then I said, we're not going over a thousand shows. That way we won't get lost like you do on YouTube where there's billions and billions of clips. We can all help each other. Then I am television production. So how far can we take this? So we're putting it on Roku. It's already there. If you've got a Roku system, go type in Pod Nation TV Network and it'll come up. Um, we're going to Amazon Fire as soon as they bless us because it is Amazon. And then 60 days after Amazon says yes, we go on to Apple TV. Our ultimate goal is I called somebody I knew in Dish TV and said, so what do you need to own a channel? And they said, what I needed. And I'm like, okay, so we'll be back in 24 months. So our ultimate goal is to have Pod Nation be a channel on so Dish cool. TV or direct. Um, so people, I mean, think about it. We're literally taking you from podcast to broadcast. Right. That's what we're doing. You know, if you're a real estate show and, and you've got 500 people that listen every week, Jennifer Hammond is on Pod Nation. She was on Sirius FM for 12 years. Mm-hmm. She has over a million followers. But if you're talking about real estate, you're both coming up at the same time. Okay. So me being a coder, we talked about my 16 languages. I'm working on my 17th right now. We won't talk about that because it's giving me gray hair. (laughs) Um, Yeah. When you get a little older, your brain don't trigger the way it used to. I mean, I used to have a photographic memory. Now it takes pictures from time to time. Um, You have an iPhone for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, I need two of them. That's a good idea. Um, so we, we're we putting apples to oranges to literally peaches and pears, making this thing work together. And it has crashed more times than I want to admit in the last four or five weeks. 
But all that's done. Thank God. All that's done. And now we it is literally being proofread right now, and we get to go with the signal. So if you go to podnation.tv, you will see it there. You will see it. But can you sign up? Not yet. You will be able to sign up probably Thursday because it's got to be tested one more good time tomorrow night and then we'll be okay. Uh, and then we're taking people in. I mean, we've got about 200 shows waiting in the wings to come into Pod Nation. And our ultimate goal is to get to a thousand shows. And then when people leave, you know, we'll let somebody else in and it'll be an application base. And, you know, we're going to take some of those shows to Amazon Prime. We're going to take some of those shows to traditional television. Um, we've got some filmmakers that we know we will probably drop in some film. Our core value of it all is about entrepreneurs, trailblazers, just like expert talk. So that's pretty much what the whole network is about. The movies are going to have to be about that if they right, want to right. be on. Here. I love it. But I we will it. build other stations. We are building other stations right after this one. So there's actually somebody asked me to do one for horror films. I'll do it. I'm not watching them, but <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, so now that we've done it, we can rent a repeat and do it over and over again. Right. No, that's so cool. I mean, again, it's it's you learned a process. You learned what how to do it and you're able to morph it into different Genre is the best way to put it, but that is so cool. I can't wait to actually see it on, I have Apple TV. That's how I stream my TV. Um, I can't wait to watch it on there. I think that's going to be so cool. And that's what's neat, being able to be a podcaster. Yeah. Because three years ago, I mean, heck, before COVID, being a podcaster was like, wow. And now so many people have started a podcast. Yep. So now being able to tell somebody, you know, where can I watch your show? on any device from yeah. a phone to a hundred inch television, you can watch my show. You know, that I think is really, really cool. We'll it puts them in a level that other people haven't reached yet, which is awesome. Right. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's, you've got to find a way to stand out, right? Like, like you yeah. said, there's so many people that are doing their own podcasts and uh, there's so many amazing podcasts out there. Uh, but yeah. You've got to find a way to stand out. And and most of us, a lot of us are recording it in some kind of video format. So why not utilize it and, and put it in other channels like Pod Nation, right? And, and Yeah. But to be one of the few, to be one of the thousand, to be the trailblazer, uh, obviously timing is everything, but, you know, what's are you, what if you get a hundred people looking for real estate? Like what's, what's kind of like your criteria that you're, you're really trying to, to finalize with some of this. We're more concerned with the quality of the content than we are for the division they fall in. Okay. Because for the most part, you know, we're not going to get a hundred of any one subject because everybody is doing something different. Just like you guys are doing, you know, hindsight hacking. You're not the only company that's an agency that's helping people, blah, 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 but you have your own niche and that's what's going to stand you out. So will there be other companies on there that also help people do podcasts? Yeah, but they don't do it your way. They mm -hmm. don't help in your way. And that's what's going to stand you out. And that's why it's so important to transcribe everything. You're not worried about, did I get the right keyword? Did I add the right tag? It's every word 
within that episode. So every word turns into thousands and thousands of keywords yeah. that drives traffic. Love it. Love it. You got to have the Tigo uh, comedy filter. Like, what's how, where are the jokes? You got to have that. Pull you got to have it. Every yeah, time I think, she's just, I think she's building this so she could do her stand up. That's what I yeah, think this whole go. thing is about. It's really, it's, it's a place where she could do her stand up and, and it'll be fine. Cause yeah. she I was on a live show with Josh and you guys know Josh, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I was on a live show with him and there was a lady, she's a comic and she was watching the show and she was chiming in and commenting and da 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 da. And she was like, you got to come be on my stage. And I was a little kid dressing up in the hallway in my, you know, in my parents' house all over again, just dying to be on the stage, man. I just want to be on the stage. So yeah, you know, comedy is, is there and, and maybe one day, I'll go do it. I'll get booed off the stage and then I'll never do it again. But I, yeah, we're going to do it. Uh, <laughs> so here's, this, I don't think I've ever shared this story. Corey, I don't even know if you know this. I was asked to do a audition at the Comedy Works. And nice. how, they, how they do auditions, it's like a live show on an off night, right? So right. Um, they, and the, the only rule was don't drive yourself. Have someone drive you, right? And I was like, okay. so I practiced and practice, had people listen. Everyone thought it was funny. And I was like, I can drive there. Why would I have someone drive me? That's dumb. I got halfway there and turned around and didn't go. That's why. That's why. That's why. <laughs> right? <laughs> that is why someone drives you to go to the audition because you will not show up. You will talk yourself out of it on the way there. And I was yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, when I was a sales director, that's what I taught my, my kids. I called them my kids. That's what I taught my salespeople. You know, the hardest door to get through is not your client's door. It's your car door. It's your house door. Cause you talk yourself out of it. Yep. You know, when I sold vacuums back in the nineties, I would sit outside their house and go, Oh no, that house is too nice. They don't need a vacuum. Or I sit out there and go, Oh, they've got a flat. They can't afford it. And I drive away. You know, it's you. You block yourself. No, I sold for Electrolux and I still hold records for female sales west of the Rockies. And I haven't sold a vacuum since 1997, I think. Wow. So, yeah. My mother says I came here selling. So, that's, right. right. You know, right. that's awesome. So, I, I assume, I assume now that if, if you start something or go something, uh, like you don't quit until it's best of the best right like that's what i'm that's what i'm getting from that's the vibe up until launching pod nation like you you when you when you start it it's got to be the best at, before you can even think about moving on yeah i i get stuck and and it's not so much that it has to because we always have multiple things going at the same time we got now for life uh the now honors coming up in a couple of weeks we've always got something else going on but once it gets past my captain is what I call my business partner. And once it gets past her and she checks off on it, she's our, our COO. And she says, yep, this is a good one. That's all I need. She checks off on it. I can run. And we have just dug in, clawed in because people quit, you know, success is not an accident. People quit and they think, well, you know, I did a podcast. It was a flop. How many episodes you do? Well, one. four. You know, <laughs> one. You know, it's like four in three months, dude. Right, right, right. Uh, you might want to. I mean, that's like telling your kid you fell down four times. You need to give up this walking thing. It's just not for you. What What is wrong with you? You know, 
you have to keep going. So I have hit so many brick walls and so many mountains. And then there was another one on the other side and another one on the other side that I've learned that if you want it, you could have a million people telling you no, but it's that one. And sometimes that one is just you that just knows it's right. Yeah. Just knows it and just keeps going. Yeah. So that's, that's me. That's what I love to do. I love that. Don't quit. Don't quit. And be consistent. Because if you're not yeah. consistent, like you failed, don't, don't do all the, like we, that's what we tell everybody, it, you know, cause we help people launch podcasts. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I'm going to do a podcast every day. Like you guys. And we're like, no, no, you're not. It's once a week, <laughs> once a week, get like three months ahead. And then let's talk about it. And there's a couple people that are like, I'm dead set on doing too. And literally she's pulling her hair out right now because it's taking time. And even though we try to explain, it takes time. Yeah. Don't do that to yourself because we try to put them in a year from now, like a year from now, where's your business going to be because of said podcast, because of said, whatever, are you going to have the time that you have currently right now to continue what you've committed to doing for your listeners? Yes or no? The answer is yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is no. So be yeah. consistent, stay consistent. And then I promise you, if you're consistent for a year, a year, your life will change. Yeah. Wow. And I tell people all the time, success is in the details. Mm -hmm. You know, when you see something like I love looking at, at, at funnel Friday, I think Jim Edwards is hilarious and I love watching Russell build. I mean, it's just, it's magic, right. but the graphics are already done. The scripts are already done. They know he's just putting like blocks putting together, together by that time right, in that right. 30 minutes, you know, Success is in the details. When you decide you want to do a show, what's your topic? Who's your guest? How are you going to find more guests? What's the value that you're offering them? Because they're not just coming because they think you're cute. How long is it going to be? How much right. time do you have? How much pre-prep time do you have? How much time are you going to broadcast it? How many of these can you do before you go broke because you haven't made money from it yet? They don't think about all that. They look at you guys, they look at us and they go, oh, I can do that. Right. And it's like, you can, if you want to be up at three in the morning, like we are trying to figure <laughs> out, you know, it's I like, had, this didn't just happen. You know, we didn't come out of a can this way. It, no. it took time. Right. We had, we had one person go, she, uh, she was going to use us and then decided not to, cause it looked easy. And then like a month or two later, she goes, you guys make it look so easy. You guys make it look so easy. Like I, I can't do that. And I was like, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not. But again, I used to work for Starbucks and I used to tell this to people, people don't want to know how you make the mocha. They want the smiling face and all the non-drama and a thank you to, to give it. it. They want the simple, they want the easy because they're here for a reason and they don't want to hear about how you had to make the mocha and stir it X amount of times. No one wants yep. to know that. Nobody right. wants to know. And, right. and same right. thing with television and actors and directors and stuff. You see Steven Spielberg, you see Angela Bassett, and you think, man, I want that life. Yep. No, you don't. I mean, here's people that if they get a craving in the middle of the night, you know, they end up on page six in New York or they end up on TMZ because, oh, my God, Angela Bassett's, you know, ruining her waistline. We saw her with Hagen dots. Right. <laughs> you want that life? Yeah. Right. You you know, you got to be perfect and on all the time. You can't have a bad day. You can't have a headache. Your kids can't be sick. 
You've got to be that person that you see on TV and film all the time. It's like, yeah, success is in the details. You don't know what goes on behind the curtain, like in the Wizard of Oz. He's back there, like, with these little levers, right? Trying to make all this stuff look good, right? Right. Yeah, the, I mean, knowing the details, knowing the successes there that you have through all the incredible endeavors that you've done. I got to ask you about hindsight. I got to ask you about, we, if we all know hindsight's 2020, if we could go back in time and, and uh, tweak a little thing here or there, uh, what kind of advice would you have given a younger self besides saving your 1.8 million emails? <laughs> besides that one. Oh, you just had to bring that up, right? You just, I was He's just mean, isn't he? The pain He's and, mean sometimes. Okay. Yeah. You know, no, my mother told me, um, my parents were older when they adopted me and and they were literally sharecroppers when they were kids. I mean, my mother was born in 1920. My dad was born in 1924. And I thought I knew everything. And my mother said, you're going to find out the older you get, the smarter I get. And what I would have what I would have done differently is I've had so many people come into my life, including my parents that I took and learned so much from, but if I had just practiced that old t-shirt, you know, I don't have a drinking problem, you know, two hands, one mouth, no problem. If I had taken those hands and put them, you know, over my mouth and just listen, I'd be 10, 15 years down the road, you know? But I was so busy going, eh, kind of like your customer who said, oh, I can do that, that looks easy, right? you know? I was so busy going, eh, I got this. You know, so, when I should have been listening because they were offering me a way to get it done the right way. Do you know how many times we ran 15 miles the wrong direction when somebody was standing at the fork of the road and saying, don't go that way. Don't go that way. Right. Don't go. You don't want to truck. All right, fine. And when I come back and start going that way, they're, they're standing there going, yep. Have okay. a good trip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would listen. <laughs> it's, it's so funny because my my kids get in more trouble when they make me sound like my parents. So <laughs> once I sound like my parents, they're instantly in the corner because <laughs> that's not right. I remember calling my dad once, and and I called him and I go, "I'm going to say something, then I'm hanging up, and we're never talking about it again." And he goes, "Okay." I go, "You were right in everything you've ever told me," and I hung up. <laughs> <laughs> so now I've admitted it. We don't have to talk about it. I've admitted it, right? He does rub it in my face every once in a while. But but it's true. As you get older, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Makes Just sense. Listen, man. You know, and it, it's funny because I consider myself a pretty techie person. My daughter, who's seven, taught me something on the iPad that I did not know it did. And I was like, oh my gosh, it just happened. It just <laughs> happened. My seven-year-old daughter. <laughs> is now teaching me electronic stuff. What that is not okay at all. I don't, it was funny because then my wife goes, You're going to be like your dad when it comes to their tech. And I go, You take that back. This is fight words. You take that back <laughs> because my dad will call and say, like, he'll send me an email and say, I can't get on the internet. Can you help me? You sent me an email. It's fixed. There you go. <laughs> It's now fixed. You're welcome. <laughs> right? Ooh, you know, the other day, it's probably a week ago. I always used to say, you know, you know what the old folks say, blah, 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 blah. Right. 
And I said this to one of my kids. I said, you know what the old folks say? And when I was saying it, I realized that I had said that exact same phrase to another one of my kids the week before and realized that I have now become the old folks who say that. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, that hurts. But I tell Doesn't you something it? else that I love doing too. And my grandson, who's two years old, has taught me. Because I mean, like everybody, I'm sure you guys have your days. I know I have my dark days when I just want to quit and call a headhunter and say, you know, give me a job where they call me Miss Goss and put me in the back cubicle. I'm good. Okay. Right. And my two year, my almost two year old grandson, his newest thing is to scream "wee" as he runs around the room. And he was trying to figure out how to get his little car airplane through this very tight space. And when you said, you want me to help you? He went, Shh, that's his new thing. Shh, like, I got this. And he stood there and just worked it through. Nothing was going to stop him. Right. And he figured it out. Right. He worked it through. And a lot of times when you get older, if it doesn't work the first time or the second time. Throw it away. Yeah, you throw it away. And that's why dumpster divers are millionaires because they that's take right. all this stuff and, and turn it into gold. But, you know, yeah, listen to your elders. I would definitely do that. You had an opportunity I didn't have. My parents passed away before I had the light bulb really come on. So I never got the opportunity to tell them they were right. I know they're somewhere right now going, we already know you're not saying right, it, right. You know but I couldn't do it in person. Right. So listen to the elders, but pay attention to the young people because they haven't been jaded yet. Yeah. They don't know what that is. And exactly. they're like, what do you mean? I can't climb that mountain. Watch me with popsicle sticks. You know, It's like, yeah, that's what I would do different. I would listen and I would watch more. Uh. Perfect. Love that. Love that answer. And I love that you both brought up the kids. Like we can learn so much from them, even though we, we sometimes just assume we're right. Right. We, we most of the time know we're right. Even though if we would just let them and listen to them at two years old, at seven years old, then there's so much more that we can learn uh, if we let it happen. And, and maybe if we teach if we teach them to listen by us listening when they're talking, then uh, maybe they'll be better listeners than than we were. Can we start? No, puberty is going to hit. And can we and start with my kids? Because my kids don't listen. Like, <laughs> I, I, I had to laugh a little bit. Like teaching them to listen is like the bane of my existence for seven yeah. years. So. <laughs> yeah, they're waiting for you to listen too. That's what it is. That's what, that's my that's my my theory, right? Uh, right. Yeah. But they're not going right. to listen. Puberty's going to hit, and 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 you're going to be the dumbest person on the planet because but, that's just. I think, in my opinion, you know, that's just God's plan. We did it to our parents. Yep. You know, they they're going to do it parents. to us. Right. And now I'm watching, you know, my grandkids do it to their parents. You know, right. and well, you like, started the show that the 14 year old thinks he's 35 and he's running yeah. the family, right? Yeah, he <laughs> thinks he's 35. Told me he wanted 250 dollars earpods, and I went. Did your ears, you know, step up in an economic space that I don't know about? Because that's not happening. You know, you're going to get the $12 pair from Amazon that you always get and forget at the court. Right. You know, so he didn't want to hear that. So sorry. That's get a so job. Funny. But it doesn't have the logo, mom. It doesn't have the logo, grandma. Uh, yeah, I know. No, that's not happening. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, oh, my God. What a great interview this was. I'm so excited. 
this was so, so fun and it kind of went in a totally different direction than I thought it was going to go. So that's cool. But how can people- Yeah, life's what happens when you're making other plans. I'm just- Well, that's, this yeah. is a perfect example why we don't script the show or we would not have learned about anything we learned about at the beginning of the show. So yeah, that's- what, what, my $96 million boo-boo? No, that's yeah. Corey's job to say. I only talk about Sanford and Son. That's it. I bring up the good things. Corey brings up the hard things. Like Corey has to say the people's names. So I, I can go through the whole interview and never say a person's name. It's brilliant. I figured all of these out, all the stuff that I struggle with names, like pronunciation, grammar, be hard, all that Corey has to handle. It's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a great job for me. <laughs> Teresa, do you need a new co-host? I might, I might be oh, in search of <laughs> What? I don't what? know. I mean, Tigo and cool sounds really good to me. Oh, and then we bring the whole party. I guess I'm out of here. I'm out. <laughs> uh, I'm done. So uh, I think Ron was going to ask, but where yes. where can everyone find you? Uh, because they they definitely are walking away listening. We have a go, bunch of podcasters that I know would love to be on TV. So how can they get in contact with you? Hey, if you want to be a guest on Expert Talk, the best way to be a guest on Expert Talk is to go to experttalk.fm. That's where you can see probably 60, 70 episodes. We're well into 100 episodes now of the show. And there's also a link there to, you know, send in information and request to be a guest. Um, so please, we just went to three days a week. So what was I thinking? Three times the content, please contact me. Yes. Um, then if you want to just, you know, if you want me to come speak, you want me to be a guest, you just want to hang out with me, whatever, go to tgo.fm, tgo.fm. That's where you can find out everything about me and, and what I do and, and how I do it and how crazy I am. Yeah, you'll find me over there. Just kind of hanging out. That'd be great. So cool. So cool. Thank you so much for coming today. We feel so honored that you came on and you shared stuff that you've not shared before. So that's even cool. I have never told that story publicly anywhere. So because well, no one serenaded you with the Sanford and Sons theme. I know. You notice as soon as you did it, I started doing it too. It's like it's it's funny because my wife, I so I did it for years, okay. And I still do it every once in a while, but my daughter's old enough where she's Mau Mau doesn't come out of her room as much. But Rachel was like doing the dishes, humming the song. And I was like, what are you doing? She goes, nothing. And I was like, ah, 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 gotcha. Right. Because uh, it, it's just hilarious. I have like three different songs that I'll sing and that's it around the house. And it, it sticks in your head. Wow. That's, so, that's wild. Yeah. You know, I want to tell you guys, it was fun hanging out with you. I love it. I, you know, you guys are always welcome to come over and hang out at Expert Talk. Like I said, I'm gone to three days a week. Y'all can hang out two days a week if you want. Yeah, um, well, come, over. come on over. It's it's amazing. I have not met, you know, your client base, but I'm going to tell them if, you know, if you're watching, I hope you are. You guys are lucky, you know, because I know you guys tell it like it is. You're not fluffing and folding and, and you're putting out quality content which right now is really super important because there's a lot of crap being put out there. They're not taking time. It's not quality. They're mimicking somebody else. And, well, that's what he did it, so I'm going to do it this way too. Right. And it's just, I'm, I'm from the south side of Chicago. I'm going to tell it like it is. It's garbage. Right. You guys are awesome. 
You're amazing. Wow. I love the work that you're doing and just keep doing it, man. Any way that I can help you and, and be of service to you and your following and your and your tribe, your community, let me know. I'm always here. Thanks, Diego. Uh, so amazing. And I can't wait. I know at some point we were talking about uh, a little uh, a little get together with Evans uh, and Michelle and you and, and uh, a little collaboration. I talked to Sean. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, we're doing the now honors um, mm -hmm. on the 22nd of September. And what the now honors is, is network of outstanding women. We figured, I figured that it's time for women to have an award ceremony, an honoring ceremony that is the same scale or higher of what's out there already with the guides and everything. You go into an event that's 10,000 people. When we go back to live events, Right. Um, and it's mainly all guys. And there's this one honorary girl that's on the stage. My goal is to get. Can I be the honorary event. guy? See, everybody <laughs> says that. My goal is to get this event now, the now honors every year in May after Mother's Day, every year in May. We're going to do this and honor women from all walks of life. Um, and when we can go back to life stages, I want 10,000 women just losing their minds and learning from other women that were stay-at-home moms and, and college graduates that had to go work a different job and blah, 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 how they can do it too and how they can be successful and just lose their mind. So the first one's coming up on November 22nd. Um, I'll make sure I send you guys a link and all the artwork and stuff. You want to check it out because we're doing it in front of a virtual live studio audience. Awesome. And uh, it's free. So come on over and support. I mean, we've got a seven or eight time New York Times bestseller. Um, in this event, it yeah, we gonna have a blast. So it made me think about Pod Nation, and maybe we need to do some kind of podcast honors. Maybe yeah. you and I, we we three, and maybe get with a couple other people, and and we create something to start honoring some of these cool. guys that are Pod really Nation making a award difference. ceremony. Yeah, that are really making a difference, not yeah. just putting on a show to be putting on a show, but are really making a difference. So maybe we can talk about that. I think that would be a blast to do. Yeah, that'd be great. Love it. Love it. Impact those podcasters making an impact. That's yep. that would be pretty, pretty awesome. So, all right, Teresa, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a thanks, fun. guys. And oh, uh, someone asked if they can nominate women for now for the now yeah. honors. Yeah, we have already picked the first six, but you can mm -hmm. nominate women for next year. Nice. You know, we've already picked, we, the, I've had the honors hand blown. I mean, they're being literally flown in right now. So nice. yeah, yeah that, you know, we got trying to keep up with, you know, people like Russell, you know, they didn't, may not hang out on, you know, a record on the wall, but they'll have their now award. They'll have something. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks so much, Diego. Uh, Thank you. Right. I appreciate Bye. you. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, so fun. And I definitely. How cool is that story? Which one? There's so many good ones right there. Dude. But the Sanford and Son story, that was yeah, pretty fun. Like, I know you talk a lot about how there's no coincidences. I, if I can say I do. There is no coincidences ever. There's zero reason. Like, I promise, if you listen to the show, if you go back to the show and you listen to it, there's zero reason I brought up that story. I know. It didn't zero. make sense. You you sometimes don't make sense, but that's okay. But that time well, you okay definitely made sense. I'm the crazy random guy, right? But it 
but it, it brought up that. So anyway, it's so good. Anyway, let's let's talk let's talk series for a second. Mm. Let's mm. talk takeaways. Let's talk value that our audience, our listeners, our Leo's gonna get mad people. at me for this one, I think. <laughs> Gonna be mad. Uh oh. Uh oh. Own your take? traffic. Own your traffic. Keep it safe. Look. Keep look. it safe. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it safe. Like, own your traffic. Right. Um, so, how but, do you own your traffic? Expand on that for those that aren't. Get quite the sure. emails. Hold the emails. Own it. Because at the end of the day, we've both been booted off of Facebook for no reason. Right. And if you get booted off of Facebook and your whole business is on Facebook, your business is done. If you can't talk to your people, so own your traffic. So that's one. Um, gosh, going back and forth to a couple. This one I like the most, um, and, and she did a prime example of this, and and she should be heralded as an example. Make the best of what's happening around you, right? So you can you can. Everybody on the planet went through the same thing. There's two types of people, people that sat and complained and moaned about it or people that used it to do something with it. That's it. Those are the two options you had. She could have just said, okay, just run those four episodes, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. Right. But she didn't, she didn't. And she created this amazing thing out of it that probably is easier, faster and can do more for her time than actually the in-person was going to be able to do and she's be able to scale it faster and create more of an impact. So things happen to you. Yes. Get over it. But you know what? It's up to you and your decision and how you handle things to make whatever it is your reality. Yep, absolutely. And then my last piece, my biggest takeaway is the, the answer to the hindsight question, right? We were all giving one mouth and two ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have more ears for a reason and use them more. And, mm-hmm. and, and so I just to, to bring it back to anybody out there with their business right now, like if I know we can't go back in time for real and, and listen to our parents like we should have, uh, but you can stop right now and you can listen to your team. You can listen to your audience, your clients, right? Like you can take a second to listen and, and figure out what, 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 how can you make a better impact? How can you wow your customer just a little bit more? How can you have a better culture for your employees? Uh All you got to do is, is listen. Yep. True statement. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. So on the Friends note, that's all for today. Thank you so much. Have a good one. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And you know what? If you're not already a member of our Facebook group, what are you waiting for? Head on over facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash profits with guys we are super excited to have you be a part of our community and help you get more visible get more traffic and get more sales that's right ron and every time someone is in our group we get to share all the tips the tricks and everything that you can get profits with from your summits your challenges your workshops your podcast your vodcast and so much more Guys, thanks for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.